Hi, and welcome to I So Tolerate You, where your favorite empty nester couple has real conversations about real things. They can inspire you. Or trigger you. This is not a safe space. We do recommend you listen at your own discretion. Um, I have a question for you. I, uh, I have an answer. Wait, hold on. Uh, I have a question for you. Okay, you spend way too much time on TikTok. That's because it makes me smile and it makes me laugh. And you're supposed to do more things that make you happy. And TikTok at least has a lot of regular real people showing their creativity instead of just a bunch of celebrities who get told how to act. Hmm. Anyway, um, I have a question for you. Wow, really? I do. Okay. What do you think makes a good wife? That's not at all what we were going to discuss. Mm-hmm. That's not even remotely close. I know. Oh, so keeping you on your toes is not one of those things? <laughs> uh, catching me off guard is not one of those things. Keeping you on your toes? Oh, my God. What makes? What do you think makes a good wife? Um, yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Are you too scared to answer this question? No. Scared. I'm you not scared, scared of you. You're shaking in your boots. I'm so scared. You look scared. Mm-hmm. What makes a good wife? Yeah, what do you think makes a good wife? Non-overbearing. Okay, I don't understand. You'll have to, like, explain that a little bit to me. I don't want a wife that tells me what to do or when to do or how to do. You can, if you want something done, you can tell me what you want done, but don't tell me how to do it. Don't tell me so when to do it. So one of those things, not all three. You get one. <laughs> you get one request. You get one. And it's a request. Um, so that's all it takes? Um, no, you have to be, you have to be attentive. You have to be in the relationship. You can't, you can't just share a living space. I, I didn't want a roommate. I wanted a spouse. Okay. So sharing a living space. So I come home every night. Uh, I'm asking, you know what? I, I've i told you this recently. I'm so tired and I'm like struggling to keep up with stuff. And I said, I think I want a wife. And I think I said that on this show one of the times. I was like, I need a wife. And so I am currently courting. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, some of my friendships, it's like, okay, I am, I am, um, I'm taking interviews for wives. Um, and what I am looking for in a wife. <laughs> Someone who can cook and clean and do the laundry. I just want somebody who can help me keep tabs on things and help me do things. Like I am feeling overwhelmed with adulting basically that's all it is it's adulting crap it's calling the doctor it's calling the pharmacy it's paying this bill and that so bill you want a secretary but somebody who i want more than a secretary maybe a little loving every once in a while <laughs> no it's not even about that it's uh that's why i said wife and not girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> I noticed sex wasn't up there in your request for a, your your idea of a good wife had nothing to do with sex. I want a freak in the sheets. <laughs> yeah, right. A lady on the streets. <laughs> you know, just attentiveness, I guess. Um, I think you hit it on the head with that. And like a joint 
goal, right? Like yes. you want the same things. And that's the difference between a secretary. You know. The secretary don't give a fuck what you want as long as they get a paycheck. Right. And so. I don't want to pay her. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, this sounds really bad now, huh? <laughs> y- wow. I, I- <laughs> okay. Okay. So where do I excel as a wife? What do I do well as a wife? I Everything. Like Everything. Uh, Stop going with the safe answers. Safe answers. Everything. Heads up, FYI, any of your men out there, those safe generic answers do nothing. They simply say, I'm too scared to give a direct answer, so I'm going to give you a generic something and hope that suffices so that you can shut up. That's not going to work for me. Wow. Where do you excel as a wife? Yeah. You are the most supportive woman I have ever met. So I'm a cheerleader. No, oh. you're supportive. So here's here's an example. I, as we've mentioned several times in the past, I'm going to take up racing this year, and I'm in the midst of building a car. Now, I have gotten very little backlash from you when I came up and said, oh, I need this for the car. And... Once in a while, you might roll your eyes, but for the most part, you're like, all right, if you need it, then let's do it. So supportive. Supportive. Okay. You, you, you are the most supportive person. And if I go do something and just, I, and I totally screw it up, just whatever. If I go build something and it falls apart, you're just like, oh, well, you know, next time. <laughs> Oh, Which never happens, know. by the way. I have never built anything that fell apart in this house. <laughs> I say nothing. <laughs> that's good news. I, I wasn't even going to think that. So that's good. That's good to hear. Thank you. And you're really good at doing the dishes and the laundry <laughs> and you keep the house clean. And you are. You you do the house, the household things very well. I feel like I slack there. I so don't, that's nice to hear. I don't ever wake up in the morning and say, oh, crap, I don't have clean underwear. I don't have clean socks. I don't have clean clothes to wear to work. Every single day, there's clean clothes. There's clean dishes. If I want to go and, and grab something out of the fridge, if I need dishes to eat off of, they're there. Everything is clean. The house is neat and tidy. Thank you. And you keep me from killing those cats. That's true. Speaking of killing the cats... Yes. Um, I saw it, I saw this thing on the floor earlier, and the cat, the orange cat, Castiel, was like playing with it and pawing at it, and I thought it was a huge spider. So I kind of like did that like freeze freak out where mm-hmm. I kind of just like tensed up and went, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" and like freaked out. Remember, you looked at me like, "What?" Oh yeah. That wasn't a spider. No. No, it wasn't a spider. It was... A wasp. A wasp on the floor, and the cat is batting at it. I'm still trying to figure out how it got in the house. I, I have no idea. That's what freaked me out the first at first when I figured out what it was a little bit. I didn't know if it was a bee or a wasp, whatever. I knew it wasn't a spider at that point, which you would think would relieve me. Mm-hmm. It did not relieve me. Well, the funny part was when the cat started rubbing his mouth with his paw... After he dropped it, (laughs) 
pretty sure he got stung. I think he got stung. Talk shit, get bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I had to dispose of said insect. Oh, gross. That was traumatizing. It went in the fireplace. That was traumatizing. <laughs> Sorry. S- side side. Probably, probably not as much as it was for the cat. <laughs> he seems fine now. Look at him. Yeah, he's sleeping. <laughs> he could be an anaphylactic shock for all we know. <laughs> it freaked me out. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. Okay. Yep. So. Well, thank you, honey. Those were very nice words for me. And I know that you weren't prepared for that. This is where you compliment me. Absolutely. So this is where I say, well, you are the kind of man that makes me want to be a better wife because... You, I don't know if you would call it, yeah, you'd call it supportive. You are so supportive that you don't give me backlash on anything at all. If anything, you even encourage me to go out and go shopping and spend money, even though I'm like, I don't really feel like it. That's because they know you're not going to spend the money. (laughs) (laughs) And there goes the brownie points. That's because they know you're not going to spend that money. Mm, Now I have to rethink this. I know you're not going to go out and go total ape shit wild on a shopping spree one of these days i'm going to because it's a requirement that i keep you on your toes that's fine <laughs> like i said if, if i tell you to go shopping and do something for you that's great just wait for the time where you tell me go shopping go on a spree oh i'll be sure not to say that <clears throat> i won't say that to you it's not safe to say that to you you are the shopper because i need a new set of gears in the rear axle you need everything. It is not safe to tell you that. Now I see why you tell me that. Because race car? Because a race car. Mm, race car. Speaking of race car. Oh, I, um, I, had the, I had the opportunity to go out to the track this weekend with mm-hmm. my good friend. Mm-hmm. My good buddy James that we all know. Um, him and his wife were on the show a while ago. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time that I've been at the track this season. And it was for a swap meet and test day where you could just go out and run your car all day. And it was a blast. Mm-hmm. There must have been a conservative estimate, I'd say 20,000 people easily. It got to the point where people were elbow to elbow walking down through the pits. That's not social distancing. I mean, they were six feet apart. <laughs> okay they were six feet we're apart in Idaho. <laughs> and they all had masks on too outside right. no they yes. didn't and they were most of them a lot of them were carrying guns too well yeah it's idaho yeah true you would have if you didn't lose them in the boating accident uh, if i had any i would have been carrying one on my hip loaded <laughs> so but there was a lot of people walking around and my buddy was trying to sell some of his used car parts that he had and i found well, we, sorry, Goose. We being you and James, not James you and, and I. I. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. James and I found um, car parts that I need to finish the car mm-hmm. and got a smoking deal on them. Mm-hmm. I like the automotive swap meets. They are so yeah. much fun. A place where, another place where you can spend money. Yep. It was fun. Nice. We, had, we had a great time. We went out Friday night, took, the, uh, took his motor home out and the trailer. He was going to race his truck. And uh, we went out and got set up on Friday night, and everything was great. And we're sitting there just chilling out. His wife came out to visit. She brought us dinner. 
and we're sitting there. We decided we're going to watch a movie. Next thing you know, it's, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh. We're sitting there watching movies at 2 a.m. at the track, completely sober. Strangest night of our lives. Good for you. No. See, proof that you don't need to be drinking all the time to have a good time. You don't need to, but it really enhances the fun. Does it? Yeah. I disagree. You're at the I, track. You're kind of expected to be I drinking. I like it less the older I get. I really so, do. Well, and he was going to race his truck on mm-hmm. Saturday while the swap meet thing was going on. They were doing testing, and you could go run all day, you know, in, in your division. And he went, started up the truck, he pulled it forward, couldn't get it out because there's so many cars and people trying to get in mm-hmm. that um, it would have taken him an hour to get from his pit space over to the track, which was about 100 yards away. So he says, all right, screw it. I'm just going to park the truck here and, and not worry about racing. <laughs> and so he he stopped, parked the truck, popped open the hood. Now he's he's doing his own little car show there because his truck is beautiful. It's mm-hmm. just you know it's an amazing, uh, it's an amazing hot rod, mm-hmm. and he pops open the hood. Next thing you know, is people are asking me, "Hey, is that truck for sale?" Well, for the right money, <laughs> everything's for sale. I for said right I don't price. I don't really own it, but if you come <laughs> up with the right cash, I'll I can get you a title for this truck. Oh, <laughs> but. Yeah, after that, I kind of discussed it with him, and I said, by the way, are you interested in selling? He says, well, for the right money, I will. I said, I'm glad you said that, because I got a guy coming back. So you had a nice date with your buddy. So, yeah, it was fun. We had a great time at the track. We were hanging out and just laughing and joking all day, and um, another friend of ours showed up. Him and his wife came out to sell some parts. And I'm the only wife that didn't go, huh? Yeah. So much for being supportive. There goes that supportive thing right out the <laughs> fucking window. You know what I did? shopping no i came home but the next day i shopped a little bit i came home and i was in bed before the sun went down and i slept so good that my body just naturally woke up at 6 a.m wow it was such a good night's sleep if i sleep that good i don't wake up until like 10 it was so restful. I don't think I needed to sleep in because this the next morning I slept in and I didn't feel nearly as rested. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, last night I went to bed. Didn't drink anything last night. Oh, wait. I had one beer at the restaurant. Yeah. Um, I had one beer, came home, and passed out. I literally just, I passed out. Could not stay awake. Well. And I slept like a baby. A baby, huh? In the fetal position, sucking my thumb. (laughs) Speaking of dates, you know, I'd put out on Facebook that we were looking for, like, the worst date ever. Uh Uh-huh. There's one that's pretty bad. It was actually more serious than I was thinking. But um, I also resonated with it on a different level. So somebody was out on, it it was their second date ever in their entire life. I haven't seen this one. I didn't look on the Facebook after you posted that. I didn't see this one. It was one. sent in a message. Oh, okay. So, um, obviously, they're a teenager. It's only their second date in their entire lives, right? So, we've got this... A teenager. I, at the time, was a teenager. Oh, oh, oh okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, some guy came and picked her up, 
and then like sped off. And Wait, she's kind some of random guy. No, the guy that asked her out on a date or whatever. She really oh. liked him. She was all excited. Okay, gotcha. And he totally took off. She thought it was going to be this great, so much fun night. Um, they were supposed to, you know, do some fun stuff and eat eat some food together. You know, typical date stuff. Mm-hmm. But he rolls up to this parking lot where some family members, like brother and cousins or whatever, are waiting. And she's like, well, what are we doing? And he said that he had to invite them all. Welcome to the gauntlet. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I got to take them all. So, no, that's not even where it gets bad. Oh, she didn't have to run the gauntlet of meeting everybody. They were all going on the date. They were all going on the oh, date. Oh, Jesus. They were all going on the date and all in that car. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Oh, not no. Not enough room for everybody. Oh, no. So she- he, what do you think he does? Oh, sorry. You're going to have to drive your own car? No. <laughs> I need you to get in the trunk. I, I'm sorry. You're not gonna. We don't. We don't all fit. I need you to get. So opens the the hatch in the back of the car, and she's the smallest. So. Oh, it's a hatchback. Yeah. Oh well, that's not the trunk. That's a hatchback. It's a you're trunk. Still, you're still you, there you're with on a everybody. Date and you're a teenager, and he asked you to, and he asked you to get in the trunk, because you're the smallest. Okay. Let's let's that, come on. Wow. Yeah. Um. Teenagers don't have a fully developed brain. Mm-hmm. I know. And they don't think. But she was so, young and she really liked him. Okay. So she, she actually like, went. Oh, yeah. She, a pleaser. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She didn't like it, but she did it. It was like a half hour. Um, and dude's not a, s- a slow driver. Right? Uh-huh. So you're you're talking like a teenager. Woo, woo, woo. Sliding and swerving and with, speeding. With mom and dad in the car. No. Brother and cousins. Oh, brother and cousins. Yeah, no like mom and dad. Their age. Yeah. Oh. No. Oh, okay. No adults. Oh, gotcha. Mm-mm. And she's the only girl. And I think she's the only girl. Okay. This just gets fucking weirder and weirder and weirder. I was like triggered when I read it. So everybody's getting out and stretching legs and all that, this guy. That sounds like a traffic trafficking I situation. <laughs> I was like, red flags, red flags, red flags. Everybody needs to go home and talk to their daughters right now. Right now. Right wow. this second. So if you're listening to this, make sure that you hit pause and you go talk to your daughter right now. Oh, you're going to have to get in the trunk. My cousin has uh, got a priority over my date. Yeah. So then they're parked, they're stretching their legs, and, and this other car comes and pulls up behind their car. Mm-hmm. And this dude gets out. We're talking like, you know, sagging pants, like the whole bit. Total gangster. Uh, yeah, he's got a gun. <laughs> he's this got a gun. This just gets better and better. I, and, until you realize this is somebody's actual experience. This sounds like a movie. It's not. It's. I promise you, it's not was, a movie. Was Jason Statham in this no, one? No, he was not. I'm pretty sure he should play it if they make a movie of it. Though they he should. should yeah. So he puts the gun to the date's head, the dude's head. Okay. Yeah, like this is getting serious, right? It's really scre- really creepy. Was this a test for her? I, I don't think so. Wow. I don't think so. So uh, come, the guy was coming back from the ATM. He said, give me all your money. Um, he just so rolled in out of nowhere. He rolled up behind this car, pulled out a gun, because the, the, the date was coming from the ATM, pulls out the gun, puts it in his head, and says, give me all your money. So guess what dude does? Pulls the girl over and uses her as a shield. Oh, good Lord. A shield. 
Oh, Lord. And she made his, it out of this one alive. Told his cousins. She must have. She sent it to me. Oh, told yeah. his cousins and all that. Run! Pulls her. She's a shield. Everybody splits up in different directions. He shoves her into his car, the date, and starts like, taking off. And then the guy with the gun gets back in his car and starts chasing them. <laughs> like, it's not over. This sounds like a really bad movie. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It, I was like, was Tupac in this one? I was expecting like more of the, you know, oh, he never opened the door. Or, oh, we accidentally. Tell, no. Tell, okay, so let's fast forward. Tell me she's not still with this dude. No. I was Nowhere like, near. Did, no. Was there a second date? This was the second date, I was believe. Was there a third date? I doubt it. Good Lord. No, they came across some bicycle cops and. You know, they're like, hey, this guy's coming after us. And they, you know, stuck around those guys, obviously, the police, bicycle cops, because that's where I'd be. So just when you're mad at this date thinking he put her in the trunk, what a douche. Then you're mad at the gunman. Then you're mad at the date again because he pulls her and uses her as a shield. Like, no So then once everybody got wow. back together, they rounded up the cousins and all that. She was like, ah, take me home. And so they were going to go off without her. And uh, took her home and went out after that. Wow. Yeah, I'm thinking th- there definitely would not be date number three. I'm wondering, did you ever tell your parents about that? Well, I uh, I had a uh, friend of mine was telling me about one of the, the dates. I don't know if you consider it a worse date, but uh, it, it was a test. So he was testing the uh, the character of the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And you Shady. know, that's very you, female. You know, these people. I do. Um, yes, you do. Wow. Yes. So they were on, and I believe it might've been date number two. Hmm. Um, they went out and he goes and picks her up in his race car, headed out to the desert. They went street racing. Oh, on date, on, I think it was date number two, or it was very early in the relationship. He didn't use her as a shield, though, right? No, didn't use her as a shield. But the 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 whole the theory behind it was: look, I don't have time right. to mess with people who aren't going to accept me the way I am. Right. This is who I am. This is what I do. If you like it, great. If you don't like it, I'm not going to waste your time. Not going to waste my time. Right. Turns out they've been married for you know a lot of years now but um, evidently she didn't mind but it was kind of a test right and to me that I'm, I guess it's 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 a cool idea to to test your to test your date <laughs> and see because if they can't accept you at your worst they don't deserve you at your best but it depends on what you're talking about like now, I didn't even realize you were testing me on our first date I me yeah. Mm-mm. Yes. No, not me. Well, you didn't set me up, like test me, but you watched everything. Mm. And you analyzed everything. That's because I, I was... thought we were just going with the flow, having a good time. And then all these years later, I find out, oh, no, you were taking it all in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was seeing how much crazy was in that big red flag. Have you found out yet? No. <laughs> no, still trying. <laughs> I'm still testing you. You're not supposed to go to the bar on a first date, but... Why not? Well, I don't know. I guess if you're 16, probably not a good idea. No, definitely not a good idea at 16. But 
why would you not want, why would you not go to a bar on your first date? Because it's loud and you can't really talk to each other and get to know each other. But, but we went to dinner. So you we... also want to find out. Well, you, you wouldn't go. You wouldn't start off at the bar. Yeah. Maybe go to the restaurant or someplace where you can sit and talk and you know find out a little bit about that person. But then afterwards, you most certainly would want to go to the bar. <laughs> Um, because if dinner went well and everything was good, now you want to go to the bar and find out this true, this person's true personality. Oh, really? Because the liquor don't lie. Yeah, but what you want to find a out? Problem. Oh, you want to find out? Is do they have a drinking problem? Yeah, but do now they you're get dealing stupid? with it. Do they, well, that's fine. I'll deal with it for that night, but that's the last night. Oh, okay. So, am I going to deal with it? Um, is 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 there going to be date number two? Um, does does he or she have a drinking problem? And when they do drink, do they get stupid and maybe try and pick up on other people, saying "screw it, well, it's only the first date," or start fights, or start running their mouth, saying mm. "my my date will kick your ass." Oh. I'm sorry, but if we're on a first date, now this I'm is, not kicking anybody's ass this, for anybody on date this one. This is exactly this is my theory. If it's if it's early in the relationship, you're on date one, date two, and you go to the bar and she starts drinking and, and talking all kinds of shit, my date will kick your ass. I'm gonna be like, mm, no, I'm not gonna kick your ass. <laughs> in flag. fact, red flag. In fact, you can give her a ride home if you want, because we're done. Mm. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to you? What does that translate to you when some when the girl does that, especially like if it was on a first date, what would that Okay, so if you're on a first date mm-hmm. and she pulls that, um, it, it's definitely, you know, it's not a test on her part because she's drunk. Mm. Or he, as the case may be. Um, but they come out and say, my date will kick your ass. No, no. And what that says to me is that they have a very split personality. And identity number two comes out when the alcohol hits. <laughs> See, to and me... I don't know that I want to meet identity number two on a regular basis. Or three. Or four. Or three or four. <laughs> so when they start getting out there, get a few drinks in them, and then they, they start volunteering your services to, right. <laughs> to protect their honor? Mm-mm. No. To me, that's almost like saying... Like, I love to cause drama and be the center of attention. Like, I'm going to get this guy to beat you up for yes, me. exactly. Because, so that's kind of what it feels. Right. And I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. I think um, if you're going to get stupid like that, that's that's a six month into the relationship thing. <laughs> you kind of ease notes, into that. Six months. And don't, don't haul off for six months. And then say, "Oh, look, we're in six month mode right now. I can be, I can now all of a sudden start acting stupid." No, you got to ease into it. Drink, <laughs> get get your get your drink on early in the relationship, and then keep your mouth shut. <laughs> and then slowly, as you find out the personality of the person that you're dating, whether you're the drunk girl, the drunk guy. Um, Because I'm not blaming girls. Guys do it, too. Mm -hmm. They get out to the bar, and the girl's sitting there having a good time, and all of a sudden the guy's jumping up, I'm going to kick some ass. Yeah. Yeah, No. That's a a male version of dramatic drama king. Yeah, that's the girl's cue to just say, you know what? I I think we're about done here. 
Right. I, that is a huge turnoff for me and always has been. Look, if, frat boy. Yeah. If my date, <laughs> my boyfriend, whatever, is like uber, like aggressive, don't stare at my girlfriend, stuff like that, that's oh, such yeah. a turnoff to me. Yeah. that That's college boy status there. It's that's pathetic. like, oh, yeah, don't be looking at my chick. She's got big boobs. Why would I not look? <laughs> I know, but it's She's not literally even... wearing a shirt that says, I have a nice rack. <laughs> But it's not even, I'm ashamed to say it's not even like a, I don't want to be objectified. Like, it's not even like, um, <laughs> I would love to say that it has more to do with, oh, I lost my train of thought. See, I, I went out one time to a, a bar um, and literally the girl has a shirt on that says, my boobs are down here. Right. Literally, those were the words on her shirt. But that's funny. Look at my boobs when I'm talking to you. Shirts lie. Look at the shirt you're wearing right now. The game over shirt? Yeah. How's that a lie? A smiling bride and a frowning groom. I don't understand the question. (laughs) So I I, I would love to even say that my problem with those kind of men is that I am not a possession. Exactly. You should not be treating me like... But my upset is, dude, calm down. (laughs) Now, (laughs) Now, on the flip side of that, if someone's disrespecting my date, mm-hmm. whether it's a first date, second date, and we're having a conversation or doing something together, and she's not acting stupid, I'm not acting stupid, somebody and somebody else. comes up and starts disrespecting, okay, then you can bet we're going to dance. Like or the tango, we're going the to ex- Excuse me. We're going to have a, a, a conversation, conversation regarding your behavior. Okay. And then... After that, we can worry about escalating. <laughs> Depends on how early it is in the relationship. Right. If it's like, you know, a six-month relationship and there's never been an incident and someone comes up and starts disrespecting, we're going to fucking throw down. Mm-hmm. You better have on your dancing shoes because <laughs> we're going to two-step, cowboy. My blue suede shoes tonight. And you might kick my ass. I've had my ass kicked before. It's never fun. But you're gonna know I was there. Everybody needs their ass kicked once in a blue moon, just to keep you humble. Oh, I've I've had a time where I some guy started running his mouth and and uh, I just looked at him and said, "You better be an MMA fighter because I'm fixing to put you on the floor." And then I got my ass kicked because he was an MMA fighter. But yes. still, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. Everybody, you, you need to have your ass kicked sometimes. You need to be offended sometimes. It's what keeps you humble. It's what keeps you, you know, questioning what you believe and what you think. And it just keeps your perspective well focused. Yeah. And, and I'll be the first one to try and talk my way out of physical confrontation. Why? Because it hurts. <laughs> I love you. Whether, you're, whether you win or not, you're going to get hurt. That's it's true. that easy. That's true. And then you got to deal with, you know, all the repercussions afterwards. Like, I'm going to sue you. Or what it's not like to your the old eye. days. It's it's not like the old days. Whenever you you get into a a physical confrontation with somebody, you went outside, you beat each other around for a little bit. It was over. Sometimes. You got up. You walked away. Now people are out there like, oh look at me, world star. Hip hop. What? What do they call it? World Star? Where they they film these fights and put them all up on YouTube? Oh my gosh. It is ridiculous. Yep. 
everybody's got a phone and they're all egging you on. They're egging the other person on. It's like, dude, we hit each other a few times. We settled it. It's done. Shut up. Shake hands. Walk away. Yeah. And there is everybody there first to call the cops and mm-hmm. and then they want to, they, they just want to keep going and going well, and going. some people just don't fight fair anymore. Everybody's dirty now. No such thing as a fair fight. I mean, it's winning. No, I mean like they call their buddies or they've got a knife or something like that kind of not unfair fight. I got a knife. You, you think know what, you, you, know think, <laughs> you think I carry that thing in my pocket just for looks? No, to help me open things. I'm not there to pick my nails with it. I thought it was to help me open yeah, things. Yeah, I'll, I'll open something, all right. <laughs> well, the cat's good now. He's wrestling. Yeah. Well, the cat's not dying, so. Well, I got to tell you, reading that date kind of like threw me off because I remember a date that I had before. Um, I went to Six Flags Magic Mountain. Mm-hmm. And it was Fright Fest. The Halloween thing, yeah. Yes. So they have all these like creepy zombies and stuff walking around. And you know, I'm not a fan of Halloween anyway. And I'm kind of a baby and scared. Even though I love scary movies, um, I hate being around. I hate haunted houses. I don't like any of that stuff. So it's Fright Fest and we're, you know, in line for something. And those guys at, at Six Flags during Fright Fest, they're not just in one area, at least not back then. They're like throughout the park. Mm-hmm. And they will come at anybody. Yeah. And so I'm with this guy. It's like a, a a small group date or whatever. I don't remember a whole lot about who was there, to be honest. I'm like blocking it. But I remember this creepy butcher looking dude wearing like a butcher's costume with blood all over it and a big old knife. I'm sure it was fake. But regardless, gross and he's like got this grotesque face and he's coming at us and i'm like you know i i suffer through this okay put on a brave face and they'll leave you alone but i am scared to death and i'm gonna cry and every step towards me is like do i run now do i run now but you know you cannot you can't show fear right Mm -hmm. um and this guy knows that i'm scared to death of this stuff i mean i didn't even want to go on this date but again, we're people pleasers, some of us women, and we just do stupid things because these guys want to do it. So we're like, okay, I'll do that for you. Sorry, honey, but I'm not into all that anymore. So we're standing there, and guess what this dude does? Human shield. Human shield. Human shield <laughs> shoves me at this butcher. <laughs> he is cracking up. He thinks it's the funniest thing he's ever seen in his life. I had never had um kids yet at this point so i wasn't like peeing my pants like i would now like i would literally pee my pants i'd be running and screaming so that i peed my pants but this is pre-children so it was pretty solid down there and i screamed and i ran Mm. i was so scared and i could hear him laughing and i ran as fast as i could as far as i can i lost my shoe along the way (laughs) i ended up back at the front of the park with one shoe on and no other shoe (laughs) don't know how to get in touch with these people i came with again so you know long term i'm kind of like well how do i get to a car who's gonna get me home i didn't care i was so pissed you're old you should have just used your cell phone I didn't have a cell phone at that point. Oh. I didn't get my first cell phone until I already had my son. I was 21 uh. when I got my first cell phone. Oh. Yeah. No, I grew God, up pre-cell phone. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, everybody's kid has a cell phone. Come on. Not me. <laughs> I'm not that much younger than you. That's sweet, though. Oh, my gosh. So when I read that, I was like, oh, what is with these guys using us as shields? And that's why I had to find me a good man mm-hmm. who would shield me. And that's one thing. You, you would always shield me. Mm-hmm. You take good care of me. That's what I do. And you do it well. Mm. And that is why I can tolerate you so well. Ah, I see what you did there. I see what I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, speaking of dates, we had we had our we had a date today. Yes, we did. It was kind of last minute impromptu. We just uh, sitting here and decided, you know what, we should go for a drive. Mm-hmm. And I was in the mood for ice cream. I wasn't until we drove by that place, and then I was like, ooh, ice cream. I was I was in the mood for ice cream. Well, first so. off, let's not forget you took me on a ride through the car wash. Yes, and it was like I don't. You, everybody, our listeners are probably gonna laugh. I'm like, it was one of those really cool car washes. We don't wash our cars. This is like a new thing for me that I'm trying because I'm super cheap and I can't stand to wash something that sits outside in the dirt anyway. But regardless, there's you know we we just went through and washed the car and. They have disco lights in the car yeah, washes. It's like a party in there. It's like literally you get sprayed with like pink foam and then they rinse it off. Then you get sprayed with blue foam and then they hit you with all these different colored neon lights flashing. <laughs> I felt like I was at a club. I was about to go buy a 12 pack and go through again. I know. It was so much fun. So that was fun. And then you it's like got a It's me. like a club with an $18 cover charge. <laughs> And then you got me french fries from Del Taco, and they were perfectly salted. Oh, yeah. Oh. The Del Taco crinkle cut french fries? They were perfectly salted. Oh, yeah. So I was a happy girl already. Yep. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of the Del Taco french fries. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. They have the best cheeseburger for a taco place. They have a really good cheeseburger. I, I don't know. I can't bring myself to try the burger. Every time I tell people Del Taco is my favorite fries, they're like, Del Taco sells fries? Yes, yes. It's the only thing I ever get there. So for me, it's hard to fathom mm-hmm. that they don't even know about them. Right? It's crazy. Yeah. So anyway, we went to Del Taco, mm-hmm. and then we hopped on the road and decided we're going to go get ice cream <laughs> an hour up into the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was still snow up there. There was snow on the ground. There was snow that looked like it fell off of roof peaks, and it was mm-hmm. still piled three feet high. So beautiful, beautiful trees. Oh, man, it was gorgeous. And we sat out in front of this little, I don't know what you call it, ice cream shop yeah, or like sweets shop. Yeah, ice cream shop. parlor with a gift shop or something. Yeah, it's like a little ice cream parlor. And we sat out there. They have a big patio, like a wooden deck you can sit on with tables mm-hmm. and chairs. And we sat out there in short sleeve shirts, wearing mm-hmm. T-shirts, staring at the snow on the mountains behind us, mm-hmm. eating, eating ice, ice cream. cream. <laughs> <laughs> And I got Moonshine a special treat. Mm-hmm. They had those like waffle cones and they just filled it with these little mini milk bone biscuits and they had it wrapped in saran wrap. And I was like, oh, she loved that. Yes. And you know, what? I didn't just like get like pull out a, a biscuit and give it to her, pull out a biscuit. I literally held it like an ice cream cone and let her pull out what she wanted. She pulled mm-hmm. out the biscuit. She ate part of the cone. She loved the cone. Of course. It was so cute. And then they they have these little antique shops up there. Mm-hmm. And this this little town um they have a toy shop. Yes, I love that toy shop. They have all 
and it's a lot of the vintage toys stuff that right. that we had as kids that you just can't find you can't find them in a regular toy store anymore a real life strawberry shortcake y'all for those of you who are my age strawberry, strawberry shortcake, shortcake. <laughs> every time we go i want to buy it and then i just picture myself bringing it home and going now what do i do that with was it? stupid <laughs> now what do i do with it no yeah, i got it that was stupid yeah so it's like the slinky they have the, the original steel slinkies mm-hmm. and yeah they have some really cool stuff up there they always have like vintage candies too yes that's so where i get my candy cigarettes they have candy cigarettes and the little bubble gum that looks like a cigarette i and was never allowed to have candied cigarettes or um big league chew when i was young my mom was like it's too much like cigarettes and chewing tobacco mm-hmm. so now oh yeah you can bet i'm all about that yep so we go up there and we get that and she got a little game what'd you get for your classroom something i got the what's the one that sits in your hand and boils oh yeah it's a little uh, oh i forget what it's called but you put mm-hmm. it in your hand and the, the the heat from your hand causes pressure inside the glass and mm-hmm. it, it forces liquid up and then i got that um instead of an eight ball it uses a magnet it's like a pendulum or whatever and then you swing it and it like lands on something so it helps you make choices so i figure the kids are like hey can i go for a walk can i go get a drink i'll be like well pull no. the pendulum and then it goes try next time <laughs> try again later <laughs> I was so like, that's gonna be awesome yeah but that was cool we saw that and then we went to that little antique shop across the way mm-hmm. well two of them yeah there's a few of them some of them were closed too that, but that was fun that one place i got this really awesome jacket i guess is mm-hmm. what you call it the old ponchos like the Mexican no, what do they ponchos? call oh the baja oh the, yeah the baja itchy wool looking mm-hmm. things itchy they're itchy it's as a hell selling point for me but they're warm <laughs> i don't care except this one lets air through for some reason i don't understand that mm. but i had to have it it's really cool i had one years ago and it got torn up and i had to throw it away because i just wore it out yeah and I mean, I wore that thing everywhere, but yep, it got torn up. I had to throw it out. So I figured, mm, here's one that I like. So let's just grab this. Got that one. And then, uh, the antique shop that we went to across the way. Oh my God. She had some cool stuff in there, but she was way overpriced. Well, some of it was very fairly priced. I just didn't need it. But... She had a fake traffic light in there. Do you see it? Yes, I did. It was huge. Yeah. It's a fake traffic light. Oh, it's fake? Oh, yeah. It's a fake. It was a home decor item. Used to be able to buy them for like $59. Oh. She wanted $400 for this thing. Holy cow. Yeah. I found one at the swap meet yesterday. This guy had an actual traffic light with working red, blue, and or red, yellow, and green lights. (laughs) Red, green, and yellow. Yeah. Whatever. Red, green, and yellow. Um. And he wanted like a hundred bucks. Okay. So, but yeah, she was kind of overpriced on her stuff. I think um, uh, she was actually pricing them as antiques when she had cast iron skillets that you would find at Walmart right now. Mm. A set of three for $19. She was selling hers for $59 a piece. Mm. So I think she might've been a little overpriced. Do you remember what we saw on the way when we were leaving? What we saw on the way. That dude standing out oh. on the sidewalk with an empty gas can. The next guy to him. with the gas can. And I was like, <laughs> part of me thinks, oh, I should probably help. But I was like, that's the, that guy was there before. 
He's there. He's there two or three times a week. Yeah, and I was like, that is ridiculous. Does this guy not notice that the locals are going to know that it's the same guy on the same corner all the time with a gas can? Like, you either have the worst luck. We don't have a lot of visitors from out of town that drive through. So you'd think he would pick a different street corner. Yeah. But no, it's the same corner. Two days are Saturday and Sunday. Every Saturday and Sunday without fail. My car's out of gas. Can you help? But you know what I find? So you must get shitty fucking gas mileage. Th- but in a way, like if he would move around a little bit, that's one thing. Otherwise, he's kind of brilliant. Because if you stand out there with the sign saying, I'm hungry. Homeless and hungry. Homeless and hungry. People buy you food. They'll right? bring you food. Yes. They bring you burgers, whatever. Yeah. They bring you food. Who's going to pack up a gallon of gas and bring and, it over to or, them? <laughs> yes. Or I'm homeless and cold. People bring you mittens or blankets. A jacket. They something. They keep little to-go things in there. I know a lot of people who put like mittens and stuff in their, in little Ziploc baggies in their car. And then when they come across people, they give it to them. It's crack hour. The cats are like all over the place. Um, but you're right. Nobody can bring you gas so you either give me cash or nothing right so it's kind of brilliant but except for when you're there the, all the time the most brilliant one i saw was across the street <laughs> it sounds so bad <laughs> we don't have that many homeless no, people on the corners just, into two on just this happened street. to be out two at the same day um but there's a guy across the street he's in a walmart parking lot mm-hmm. and this guy has a sign that says disabled veteran and i like beer right <laughs> you were like oh i'm turning around i've got to give that guy a dollar <laughs> I, I gave the guy a buck i'm like just for your honesty alone i want to give you money yeah so that's what i'm thinking i might take up panhandling too no i'm just gonna sit out there and say i'm not hungry or homeless i just want to buy beer no guy Fries. Did, Guy did in Vegas one time. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I'm not hungry or homeless. I just want beer money. And people, he, he must have had $500 in his little cup. Wow. Yep. It was pretty crazy. That's ridiculous. And then there are so many people out there who cannot bring themselves or will not ask for what they need. Right. But there's people out there that just say what they want and they get it. Yep. So let that be a lesson to That's you, because people pleasers. Ask for what you need. The the one guy was honest and the other guy was not. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're is. sitting out on the side of the road with a gas can. Same guy. The same, same guy, corner. same place, two days in a row, three days in a row. I'm sorry, but you're just trying to get some free money. The other guy was honest. He's like, I just want to buy beer. And I've never seen him there before. Never seen the guy before. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first time I've seen him out. Um. And then when we gave him the money, we actually made him get up and come to the car and get it. I did not. I told you. I knew you were going to bring that up. I was reaching out to him. He just He got was a up. disabled veteran. But he had the cane. He was good. Mm-hmm. It's not like he jumped up. But no. I was like, dude, don't get it. I feel bad. <laughs> no. Because I was like, oh, you're going to make me give it to him. Well, he's on your side. But like I said, he was he was honest about it. He right. just literally threw it out there. He and he says, was a veteran, so I, you have a soft spot. I just want to buy beer. And he was a veteran. He could have been lying about that. I don't know. You know what we should have done but, instead of take a drive is we should have gone into Walmart, grabbed a six-pack, and sat and had some beers with him. 
That would have been awesome. That's what we should have done. Yep. Next time. Pull out. <laughs> and yeah, If I see him out there again, I'm doing that. Yeah. I'm going to be like, dude, what kind of beer do you want? No, I'll go in, just bring the beer. I'll go in and buy him a sick. No, I'll find out what he wants. No, just bring the beer and sit and have a beer with him. I'll I'll find out what kind of beer. I'll throw some lawn chairs in the back of the truck. And we'll just go looking for homeless people. <laughs> we'll go looking for panhandlers on the side of the road. And whoever's got the sign that says they want to buy beer, that's who we're going to stop and have a beer with. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh, with my luck, I'd get the PBR drinker. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, it's a good time. So, yeah, it was fun. We had a fun day. Went out, like I said, we drove to the mountains and hung out up there. Went to a couple of shops, walked around. Really cool biker bar, by the way. They had this awesome dog out there. No, the toy store has an awesome dog. Oh, Mojo, yes. I don't even know what breed that dog is, but he is beautiful. He's got the curly hair. And the funny like a thing, doodle. here's here's the funny thing. We walk in the store. That dog's there every the, time. The lady walks in, the owner of the store walks in behind us and you said to her, "Oh my god, where's the dog?" And she's like, holy crap, the dog's not in here. The second it came out of my mouth, I went, oh, my God, you idiot. What if the dog died? Because we go there a couple times a year all oh, the yeah. time. And that dog is always there. And it's kind of well, like where we go camping. I think I had talked about yes. there's a hardware store where this dog, that dog's really old and you can tell. So I was really nervous that it died. Right. So the second it came, this dog doesn't look as old, though. The second it came out of my mouth, I was like, you dumbass. Uh, but she was like. Oh, where'd he go? He must have followed me out. <laughs> well, this this lady, when we said, hey, where's the dog? She she looks around. She says, oh, oh, dog's not. Oh, he must have followed me outside. So what she do, she leaves us in her store unattended. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she leaves us in her store by ourselves. Now, it's it's a small shop. Yeah, we're not. Gonna, yeah, but. And she goes it. out, and next thing you know, she comes back in. She says, I can't find that damn dog anywhere. Says, oh, she, oh, wait. Somebody else comes in and says, we saw a big brown dog um, on the next block over. So she leaves us all so in the store. So she left again. She left down the block. She left everybody in the store. She goes <laughs> down the block. She comes walking back in about five minutes later, and here comes the dog. She's <laughs> she like. He just went down the road to go see my sister. <laughs> it was her granddaughter. Somebody. Uh, yeah. She left so, us all in the shop. Yeah. So the dog comes walking in, oh, and we're dog. standing over the middle of the room. The first thing the dog does is come over, rubs against your leg, yeah. and then sits down like, I'm here. Right. You wanted me. I'm here. Right. And I do. That's part of the reason I go in that toy shop. I want to look for cool toys, and I want to pet the dog. Yep. I need the shirt that says, I'm just here for the dogs. Right? God. That was funny, though. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, uh, what what happened? Oh, we got our ice cream after that and then decided to head back home. But Yep. Yeah. We were looking for deer and elk on the side of the road because 39 deer have been hit over the next 11 miles. Weirdest sign I've ever seen <laughs> on the side of the road. What did it say? Give them a break? Give them a break. Elk and deer, 39 elk and deer have been killed over the, or hit over the last, ele- or the next 11 miles. Yeah. Because it's like that windy. Yep. 
it's a but windy it's like mountain road. But it's like a street road. sign, like a legit yep. street sign. I was like, I thought and, you were lying at and, first. No, and it's got numbers that you could peel off and change. Oh, geez. <laughs> like, like there's there's a pair of nails with tabs on them and numbers hang on these these two nails. Up oh, 40. And you can change the 41. tag to where it's kind of like the population sign in a small town. <laughs> yes. You know, population 52. Oh, wait, someone left 51. <laughs> Just yes. in case they don't come back. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it was so weird. So, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. We had a good time. That was not one of the worst date moments. No, that was a pretty good one. So, I mean, I definitely want to hear worst dates. But you know what? I think I just want to hear dates. Good dates. And not just like in the past, like your first date. Like dates with your spouse, too. Like what kinds of things do you guys do on dates? I know some of our friends do like a Taco Tuesday. And some of them just go out every Friday night for dinner. Like what kind of dates do you do? What are some good ones and some bad ones? I want to hear the best and the worst. Yep. I agree. No, I don't. I don't want to talk about dates. I don't want to talk about... I want to talk about shit. Is that why you're taking Metamucil? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's because I'm old. What do you mean you want to talk about shit? No, I said I don't want to talk about shit. I, I don't understand. <laughs> I'm tired of talking. There's nobody listening. Okay. So we just ran away. Patty gave birth to a 10-pound baby boy. Anyway, I so tolerate you. So, um, I guess that's going to wrap it up for us for this week. We appreciate all all of our listeners, everybody tuning in, listening to us. Um, send us your comments. I so tolerate you at gmail dot com. Um, we're still working on getting the web page up and running. Uh, bear with us. We're kind of slow at that. We don't know anything about doing it, so it's really a slow process it's for us. Kind of a lie because I know how to do it. I'm just waiting on you. Well, then why haven't you done it? Because I'm waiting on you as usual. I've been waiting for a girl like you. <laughs> so anyway, all right, that'll do it for us for this week. Taking applications for wives. Wow. <laughs> Sister wives. No. Wives with benefits. No. Okay. All right. Okay. I so tolerate so, you. And I so tolerate you. you.